listening to the Couples Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. And today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Right, episode 57. Yes. I'm so excited for this episode. So much fun. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I've just been missing some of our more um, private, personal, intimate connection. Yes, me too. Especially because we do a podcast and it's all audio. So we just have to, in our minds, imagine our physicality together. It's just been Mm -hmm. so so gone i'd really like to reintroduce some physical intimacy into this relationship i would as well and i I think our listeners if not already weirded out will still (laughs) do that and be there with us while we get physical (laughs) let's get physical high five yeah (laughs) (laughs) there we go physical intimacy done touched happened um This is actually a pretty fun one to come off of our last episode, uh, 56 of Infidelity, mm-hmm. about how do you reintroduce physical intimacy into your relationship if there's been a break in physical intimacy? Yes. yes. And that's not to suggest that infidelity is the only thing. In fact, a lot of times there doesn't have to be a break in that right. case, but it's pretty common that once an affair is caught, then you're going to, oh, wait, when do I feel safe again? But there's lots of other reasons why people find themselves like, oh, we really don't have sex anymore. Or we're, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of physical intimacy, non-sexual yeah. touch for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I think clearly defining physical and then not or sexual and non-sexual intimacy by mm-hmm. definition, I think we can agree intimacy can mean closeness. And so there's closeness that you can have sitting and cuddling on the couch, holding hands, hugs, uh, kisses. Gottman has the six hours to a magic marriage. I believe it's five or six. It's some amount. It's over five hours. Um, And the six second kiss, the hug daily is so helpful for intimacy building and closeness maintenance. So we can talk a bit about reintroducing the physical intimacy in a sexual way, but also in just a loving way. It doesn't have to be about sex specifically. Exactly. In fact, I always, with couples in my office, like to ask how do they feel about the quality of sex in their relationship? And then separately, how do they feel about the quality of touch in their relationship? Because there's this other, um, there's so much more to physical intimacy than just sex. So really checking on both fronts, they can have different opinions. So yeah, I like to ask couples that also like frequency, um, who initiates? Would you like your partner to initiate more? And usually I'll see both of them want the other to initiate more. And I'm like, perfect. Now we're on the right track. So there we go. Getting getting clear on how important being specific is. Yeah. I know it's not sexy to get specific with it, but it's what helps relationships get back on track. Likely both of you are feeling it. Okay. Usually, I don't know, in your experience working with the couples you've worked with or seeing it even in you know life, most of the time it's not a shock. It's not like, what? You're so disappointed that we've only done it once in the last six months. Like uh, we can, we can read the room pretty easily or you're disappointed. You know, you can hear the sigh when you reach for your partner's hand and they pull away. Like we kind of know. So chances are, if you are listening to this and you're like, Ooh, what if I don't, what if they, you both know, like, even if it hasn't been verbalized, you are both in the knowing that something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we're talking about reintroducing Mm -hmm. this assumption 
in, in this title that there's been a very clear break yes. of physical intimacy. And I don't mean like break, like rupture. I mean, just like, hey, it's kind of been on pause. Yes. Um, and, and both partners probably feel it, but maybe there hasn't been labels to it. I do think this is a good point to reference a previous episode that we've done of how to talk about sex. Because, yes. So if you haven't listened to the episode, I don't have it in front of me what the episode number is, but we do have an episode all about how to talk about sex and the use mm -hmm. of that in any part of your relationship, whether you're currently having sex or if you're on a break from physical intimacy in general, but really, really nice. Yes. Because that's one of the first things of how to reintroduce physical intimacy in a relationship. It's kind of taking the risk and putting it out there like, hey, we mm -hmm. don't touch as much as we used to, or we don't have sex as much as we used to. Right. And it's been a long time. And maybe there were a few moments recently that we had that desire, but it's been so long. It just kind of felt weird starting again. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. Even maybe acknowledge, it's kind of weird to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But doing it as a team yeah. and bringing it together can be really useful. Yeah, it's broaching it. I, and you know, I mean, it shouldn't be a shock by now to anyone listening. I love humor. So <laughs> I would include it with, depending on the why, if it was like a break because of schedules or mismatch or so busy with other things in life, using humor can be a good calming, relieving, like, hey, I'm definitely going to bring up this weird topic. Like I'll probably use a voice and then make the bid for connection and make that bridge and communication of this is what I want more of, right? Rather than focusing on I don't like X, Y, Z, or this is not working for me. I don't necessarily need to include that if I'm effectively saying I would love more of sex in these ways. I would love more handholding when we go on dates. I would like more dates. I would like, it's being clear and asking a positive request. You're more likely to get what you want from your partner because they hear it and go more sex. How could I say no to that? Right. Like if it's from just a scheduling break, if yeah. separate topic, and then we can chat about it. If it's more from a rupture and trust and affair, something like that, I wouldn't use or recommend using humor as much because it can downplay the request. I would use gentle startup, calm tone, uh, assertive vulnerability and sharing. This is why we haven't been intimate, in my opinion. Let's talk about it. For women, it's so, so, so important to have trust and communication to feel sexually attracted to our partner of any kind of physical intimacy. So I would address that. I am not been, I haven't been in the mood. I'm not in the mood because I don't feel close to you. I don't feel emotionally close to you or safe with you. I'm not going to do the most intimate thing two people can do when that's the case. So either way, approaching it from a very strengths-based approach, if it's not about the relationship and it's external life stuff, I use humor. If it is about the relationship, I use a calm, gentle tone and make it about us so we can solve it together. Yeah. And I, I love both of those approaches to different contexts. I think the through line is generally we're looking for trust and safety in these bids for physical connection and yes. intimacy. Yeah. So if it's that first context of life, that humor, or I love that you're saying like, hey, focus on what you do want in a positive way, that lays the stage for trust and safety yes. because now you're saying fun things, what, what you want with your partner, whether it's, hey, I just want to be cuddled or I just want to hug when we say goodbye in the morning, or if you're actually something specific about sex that could be fun, I do want this blank mm -hmm. is really, really enjoyable. And what's nice, that creates safety and trust because instead of using other types of language, oh, I'm bummed that we don't do this, or you never do this, or I never do this, 
that can lead to some shame and embarrassment, maybe, maybe subtle, but maybe really big. A lot of times when there have been these disconnects for this long, there can be that awkwardness that comes from shame and embarrassment. So having a clear line on the situational context of, I do want this, this is fun. Let's, you know, rip the bandaid off and talk about it. That creates trust and safety. Yes. Trust and safety on the flip side, when maybe there really is within the relationship, some challenges in trust and safety can get a, a little bit more complicated in terms of how we feel. But I actually don't think it's as complicated in terms of some nice specific steps that couples can take to start reintroducing as they're rebuilding their yeah. trust and safety. Yes. I do think it still starts with that communication, kind of labeling, this is what's going on. Hey, this is hard. This is, we, we've been in this physical disconnect. Here's what I'd like. Keep going yes. there. Yes. But also, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is not saying, hey, it needs to be, let's just jump right back into sex. Mm -hmm. Maybe starting with other types of physical intimacy, like handholding, like sitting next to each other on the couch, you have to kind of gauge your partner relationship, but have a discussion like, hey, how would it feel with, you know, instead of us sitting off the ends of the couch like we normally do, what if we just sat next to each other and we were physically touching and see how that felt as we read or watched a show or, or played a game or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So nice, simple steps as a way to start getting used to, oh, I can sit physically next with someone and see how that feels in my body. Does any of yes. that safe and trusty, <laughs> safe and trusty? Does any of that safety and trust deepen? Trusty old handhold. <laughs> oh, trusty. That's the name of my uh, my alter ego in the bedroom. So sorry. So old trusty. Slipped out. <laughs> kind of whoopsie. Hello, I am Captain Safe and Trusty. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> so I just think that's one really quick not only concept, but practical tool of yeah. take it slow and it, you label it and then say, Hey, what's some like nice physical intimacy that might be different. And I would say in doing the physical intimacy, cause I've worked with couples before where they're like, yeah, I'm not holding his hand or I'm not holding her yeah. hand. That's not happening. Thanks though. I recommend doing an emotionally trust building exercise whilst doing the hand holding or the, or even having a practice conflict or what have you having your hand on their heart or on their in their hand sitting next to one another facing one another having your legs crossed over them it can reintroduce oh this is what it feels like to be emotionally and physically connected at the same time far before penetration or mm -hmm. sexual intercourse so I think okay. that can help also couples who are in the zone of like that's nice Ryan and Talia however I don't even want to hug them or I can tolerate maybe 20 seconds before this feeling comes up or I might have flashbacks try and lean in for even five more seconds than you're comfortable with it won't be as icky as your brain is letting you think likely what your brain is doing is resourcing past times it hasn't gone well and utilizing that as well what if that happens again and we stay in the what if and the fear and don't face the fear necessarily i'm not saying rip the band-aid off and make yourself traumatized you have to lean in though that's that's part of growing and reintroduction of intimacy is leaning in even when it feels a little like okay right your shoulders kind of are glued to your ears and then you let them down okay this isn't awful i didn't hate this right that's what we're going for is i didn't hate this experience gradual reintroduction, have emotion mixed with hand-holding, hugging, very neutral physical communication and con yeah. uh, intimacy. 
And I would even point out uh, eye contact it yeah, is a physical totally. intimacy. And so if actual physical touch is still like, oh, I don't want to hold their hands or sit next to them, start having these discussions like you're saying, and just notice what it's like to be looking at one another. I'm not saying you have to like lock eyes. I mean, we don't really do that ex don't except in therapy when I make you. Yeah. <laughs> Never look away. And they uh, look back, I'm like, uh-uh, and they're like, okay. <laughs> but still, I mean, just take those moments with intention. We're talking about, hey, let's, let's talk about this and let's look at each other and see how that feels, noticing what's going on in your body, maybe sharing like, hey, this is what it's like. Um, I'm gonna bet it's probably weird and awkward at first, but wow, sharing that awkwardness together can build a bond of trust and safety. Yes, it can. Relatedly, if, if actual physical touch still isn't quite right, where you can't just jump into a handhold or rubbing next to one another, um, you know, crossing legs over one another, totally okay. A really useful tool is to go back to dating. Yes. Going back yeah. to, hey, what would it be like if I was dating this person anew? Mm -hmm. And setting aside, as we always say, date time is important in a relationship, but labeling it like, okay, we're going to just, we're going to start a little bit over. Of course, mm -hmm. it's, you have a history in your relationship, you have past feelings and memories, right. that's okay. But getting into almost like a role play of, okay, mm -hmm. we're starting this relationship again. And asking the person, your partner out on a date including like, hey, let's have dinner together. It doesn't be super fancy or anything. Be your normal dinner at home. But with that sort of role play mind um, intention of we're working towards getting back to knowing ourselves physically together. So let's go on a date. And depending how you have both people feel, like any date, it can lead to, if you want more physical intimacy, maybe a hug good night, maybe sex. Again, each person is different what they want to do. But also a lot of times you go on a first date and you're not going to have a hug or a kiss or sex on the first date. You're just starting to get to know yes. this person again. Yes. And that's great too. You two will figure out when it's right if you start dating from the beginning again, mm -hmm. when just like if you were dating at the very start, you would start figuring out, oh, we're kind of naturally seeing yes. when do we want to start, you know, moving to the next step of physicality from, yes. you know, nice sort of platonic high fives to hugs to kisses to sex mm -hmm. to you know whatever's right yes yeah i think pacing the relationship also and i've had <laughs> maybe a couple couples who are like during the dating phase end up realizing like i don't know if i want to be with this person like the the not having the physical intimacy may have been an indicator that it was time like we've talked about in previous episodes to like really do um kind of a self-inventory and what a great way to find that out right rather mm -hmm. if we're gradually reintroducing I'd rather somebody after a handhold or a hug or an evening kiss be like no actually I don't think I can reintroduce it and make their honest choice rather than that vulnerability of I went full bore <laughs> we did all the things and now I feel icky and like you were mentioning earlier we don't want shame to be part of it so pace yourself and if your partner isn't on the same pace as you go back to talking about it and be able to listen how it affects them that the physical intimacy isn't included at their pace at their desired rate etc i think that yeah. can be helpful also is practice reintroduction of it communicate communicate about it practice reintroduction of it go back to the communication always visiting yeah. the communication and then when you let's say you're at the point right steps one and two are good you're at the point where you're going to reintroduce more of the sexual physical intimacy 
take it slow and have an, I would recommend having an evening or a day of it, like intentionally carving out time to not feel rushed while you're reintroducing that. Not that if you don't feel overwhelmed in the moment, you can't just go have a quickie. Like sometimes that works too, but some couples want, like, I want to be able to enjoy myself and I want to reintroduce it because we've been so rushed at work. That's why we just stopped having sex. And then we got home and we were so tired. Can we pick a night where that's not going to be an issue and we can really enjoy one another? Give yourselves the intimacy to look forward to is my, my, that would be my like next suggestion. Like we've got the communication, we've gradually reintroduced, you're both ready to, to do it. Take some time to really honor that's going to be an experience, not just something to check off the list towards growth. (laughs) Yeah. I like that because it helps create that safety of let's have the time. We're not rushed. Let's get rid of some external pressures. And also it takes the relational pressure off, but Hey, we don't have to end in sex. Maybe we will, and that'll come and maybe it won't, but at the same time, let's just kind of see where it goes. Yes. I think that's a key thing in the moment as couples start practicing reintroducing, don't feel pressured to get to a certain point. If anything, I like to tell couples in spaces like this, consider it kind of like a, an experiment. And I do mean a genuine experiment, not like in high school where it's a planned experiment, you know, the outcome's going to be. I mean, like a real thing, like, hey, let's kind of see, let's set this time aside intentionally and we'll just see what happens. And then we can talk about it and see what we liked and what we didn't like. There's always going to be both. Keep what you liked, throw out what you didn't like. Very nice and simple that way. Yes, I agree. Uh, Relatedly, when it comes to pressure, also, I always like to just take a moment when we talk about sex, about making sure you as a couple are, are checking if you feel pressure in your sex drive based on cultural um, stereotypes. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely okay. If you have different sex drives and desires of when to have sex And it's okay if you're a couple that actually really only enjoys sex every now and then, and really only enjoys physical intimacy every now and then. It's an important discussion to have with this reintroduction because I've definitely had couples when more alone, we're not talking about like attachment injuries and the, and the breaches, but talking with couples who are like, yeah, we just don't really have this physical intimacy. We don't like it, but part of it is not so much because if there was no expectations, they felt bad. They just were like, well, but shouldn't we be yeah. having more touch and sex? Right. And the answer is maybe not. So just, just a little caveat. It's yeah. not necessarily how to reintroduce, but a good thing to keep in mind and to discuss. While reintroducing, right? Yes. Again, hearkening back to communication. What if I want it seven times a day and you want it seven times a year? Yeah. And the reason why maybe we were missing the intimacy or not having it as much or one partner or both were feeling there's a disconnect is we didn't get clear enough boundaries and standards around sex, right? I like it at 10 in the morning. I like it at 7 p.m., you know, really playing with those ideas so it can be enjoyable for both of you. And in the reintroduction, have a debrief after whatever level of intimacy. I think that's a very fun thing couples can do, whether they're reintroducing or introducing or just never had an issue and are doing it constantly is what did you like about that? What worked for you? And not in a needy and secure way and a like positive reinforcement, that thing you did when we were doing this, can you do that every single time? Because if we had done that since the beginning, we never would have stopped having sex. Like make it very positive and strength space. Like, do you like this? Do you this and give feedback. And we talked about that in actually how to, you know, how to talk about local. 
doing that is very important while you're reintroducing intimacy. Absolutely. Positively reinforce when you like what your partner's doing to your body. Yep. Focus on what you like and keep it. Yes. Uh, something that just came to mind is there's uh, this pitfall or speed bump that can um, happen as couples are going through these steps and going through this process, mm -hmm. which is it's a big risk and vulnerability to maybe make these bids to reconnect. It's a big risk and vulnerability to start practicing these new things. Yes. And oftentimes one partner might want to start that discussion or that physical bid. Mm -hmm. uh, even if the part, even if the couples are very on board, like, hey, we're working to reintroduce this, it's still, you know, one person kind of has to, you know, just magically have the same thought at the same time. So one person has to kind of do something. So I just want to honor that, that that's, that's a pitfall, more like a speed bump. It's just, it's hard. It, there's vulnerability and risk to make that bid. So that's to honor you if you're that partner taking that risk going mm -hmm. off on, a, on the limb, but also for the partners who to be remember that as you're going through this, your partner might be taking that risk and being vulnerable. So maybe that might help you to see your partner doing it. And yes. so being attuned to, oh, there's that risk and that vulnerability. Great. Let me honor that. Let's not shame it. Even if maybe now's not the right time for me to engage in my partner's bid, like, hey, it's not right for me. But as we've talked before, saying, hey, not right now, but maybe later today or tomorrow or something yeah. like that, still having encouragement. I even say like, hey, thank them for the bid. You know, if you're listening to this and you're, you as a couple are trying to work on reintroducing this, you can be like, hey, this isn't working right now, but thank you so much for making that bid. I see you doing the work. I see you wanting to connect with me. That does feel great over here with me. Just now is not right for me. And yeah. let's try to do it at a different time or, you know, yeah. no matter what, all of that positive praise, keeping it in the, we're working as a team and exciting mm -hmm. Um, space as opposed to it's scary no. and painful. Yeah. yeah. I want to do it. No, it's like, yeah. you know, I'll just go F myself then, literally yeah. or figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important <laughs> to let them down in a way that, yeah. much like we talk about with attachment styles and conflict, hey, this isn't going to work for me right now. Can I have 20 minutes to calm down and then we can have a conversation? Yeah. Same thing with intimacy. Yeah. I would, but I just had a burrito. And yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think it's going to go well. So yeah. let me cut back to you after I do yeah. what I need to do and yeah. then we'll do it. Right. Yeah. Or now I'm super in work mode. I'm not going to be present with you the way I want or you yeah. deserve or what have you. How about this evening? Yeah. Uh, this evening won't, right? The more you include that communication, mm -hmm. which is our step one in reintroduction, the more all the other pieces of intimacy flow. And then it's not about reintroduction anymore. It's integrated. You're good to go. You're back on track. I think key takeaways for me that I want to leave listeners with are whether your intimacy is because of external factors and stress, or it's because there's been a rupture of trust in the relationship and you're learning to lean in again please be slow and patient with yourself. And if you need to seek your own individual help, one of the great books that I recommend is Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. And she also has a little video that she puts is, you know, sometimes we're so tired and we lose intimacy in the relationship. You just have to put on your party clothes and go to the party, which is meaning laying naked in bed next to your partner and re-exploring one another and being like, oh my gosh, this has actually been so nice. So mm -hmm. regardless of the reason why there is needing a quote unquote reintroduction, be patient, be gentle, 
state your needs, be okay with letting your partner know what works and doesn't work for you in a positive strengths-based way with self-respect at the core. That would be my takeaway to leave listeners with. Yeah, I think take it slow and communicate and be gentle with yourself and each other as always. Like tuning to, if you're in a relationship where this is what you as a couple have agreed to do, that's actually really inspiring. It's really, really cool to think of a relationship being so um, caring for one another that they want to actually do some intentional reconnection, that they want to strengthen this bond in their relationship so that it's satisfying and fulfilling and long lasting between the partners. I think that's very exciting. So flipping that way of looking at it to help have courage through the fears, I think is, is my, my main thing I want to leave listeners with for, for this. And hopefully with some good tips of how to practically get into introducing physical intimacy into your relationship. Good luck with everybody in their multiple stages of reintroduction. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) I wouldn't just know how it goes, but I want to keep (laughs) that for their own intimacy. (laughs) Yeah. Internally thank us for the episode and never let us know details how it goes. (laughs) Do not DM us. Yes. We don't need those details. Just (laughs) send it out in your head and heart to us and and we'll feel that too. Yes. But if you do have another episode that you would like to hear from us or a question or comment uh, that's maybe generalizable, you can email us, Ryan and Talia at the Couples Guide Podcast. You can slide in our DMs at the Couples Guide Podcast. My Instagram handle has changed to Talia Bombola and Ryan's is? Ryan Hill Therapy. Yes. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time.